the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you been sleeping okay lately? Do you know all it takes is three nights in a row of bad sleep to see our physical and mental state deteriorate? But how many nights of poor sleep in a row until you basically go nuts? (laughs) Apparently, it's six nights in a row. In fact, after just one bad night of sleep... People were more likely to feel lonely, angry, nervous, frustrated, and irritable. In fact, you can find a lot of research that reveals they believe poor sleep may be why so many teenagers seem to be struggling now more than ever. What if you've made sleep deprivation a lifestyle? I've done that since I was in high school. I think it's so bad for us. We don't even realize how important sleep is. In my 10th grade year, I think I discovered the wonders of the Letterman show, David Letterman. (laughs) And good sleep. I haven't gotten like consistent good sleep since then. Wow. Coming up in just a minute. Are your kids pretty creative? Check out what these students invented to help a dad in need. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Are your kids pretty creative? Check out what these students invented to help a dad in need. This story takes place in your home state of Maryland, Kev. Okay. Ten students at Bullis High School in, do you pr- pronounce it Potomac? Potomac, Maryland. Potomac. It's down by Washington, D.C. They won two international private prizes after developing an accessible wheelchair stroller, you know, like a baby stroller, huh. for their teacher's husband. Chelsea King's hubby, Jeremy, had a brain tumor removed a few years ago that stole his balance. Mm. That's why he's got to use a a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Well, they just became parents, and he wanted to be able to take the baby for walks, especially when Chelsea's at school teaching. And so they developed this special wheelchair so he can do it. Oh, that's great. It's like a wheelchair slash stroller. That is really cool. Isn't that awesome? Something happened to me today that has never happened to me before in my life. And it happened when I got it on my car coming to the radio station today. I cannot wait to tell you about this. So like I was saying, something happened to me today that's never happened to me before in my life. On my way into the radio station. Yeah. I found a five dollar bill. Oh, oh, that's mine. It's got. I, I can. What? I can describe. It. It's got Abe Lincoln on it. <laughs> that's not yours. <laughs> I've found pennies in the past and maybe a dime. Yeah, but I've never found bills, let alone five bucks. Nice. I feel like I, maybe I should play the lottery today or something. Don't spend it all in one place. Am I supposed to go around and ask people if they lost any money? Well, you're on the radio saying it right now. Oh, so. maybe it's not going to be mine for much longer. <laughs> Okay, so Taylor, you're saying you feel lucky because you found a $5 bill. And I've like, never found money never before. Found money. My wife finds money all the time. However, it's always in like her jeans pockets or she'll, she'll open up like we have decorative books. Have you ever seen those? You can use them for storage. Like we have one on our coffee table mm-hmm. and you're supposed to put remotes in it. Like yeah. TV remote, we never do. She'll open that up and there's money in there. And I'm like, why are we finding money? For she- oh, I was hiding it from the kids there. <laughs> And then she can't remember. So I've told our kids, like, when we die, check everything. (laughs) Because who knows where mom has stashed a $5, $10 bill all over the house. 
Hey, if you were to refer to dog owners as puppy parents, <laughs> turns out most of us are helicopter puppy parents. No kidding. Most of us pay staggering close attention to our dog's needs. For example, like we'll buy them a sweater when it's cold and make sure they don't get wet when it rains. <laughs> close to 90% of us view our dog as a valued member of the family, and three out of four dog owners believe their dog knows how spoiled they are. Hmm. I hope Alex the Wonder might realize how spoiled she is because the amount of emotional energy invested in her every day. <laughs> we just celebrated our it was five, our gotcha day was five years ago or Lucrezia. Yeah, or Greyhound. you mentioned that. That's but so then cool. the other interesting thing is, you know, we have five dogs. We did not have any of the other dogs at that time. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten about a dog a year. Yeah. <laughs> Every year since, since then. And we had, we had, our peak was six. We had six dogs and then. Unfortunately, we lost Maddie last year. I'm so drained here taking care of one or two at a time. I can't even begin to fathom having five. (laughs) It's it's a lot. And the cost. Oh, my gosh. The the vet bills. And and my wife usually does this in a panic is cleaning up the backyard because we have a big fenced in backyard. And when the lawn guys come... She doesn't want them stepping in anything, so she runs out there in a panic, sometimes in her PJs with these big rubber boots. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, they see their best, at your best, don't they, honey? It's one thing when your kids are little and you go, wow, just like me, the kids that chip off the old block, but when they become adults... And their lives become very similar to what you lived at their age. It can get a little freaky. And something's happening that's a major coincidence between my wife and when she and I lived in a certain town and our daughter who was taking her first job in that same town. The coincidences are jaw-dropping. We're going to talk about it next. So we've all had those moments with our kids where we're just like, wow, chip off the old block. They're just like me. You know, Apple like, doesn't far yeah, fall far from the tree. Little things will uh-huh. happen, but but what happens when when a life starts kind of reflecting? Like I'm talking in big continuous ways, starts reflecting in ways that are just seem more than just a coincidence. That's happening with my daughter Amber, and my son pointed it out to me last night. You guys probably heard me talk. She moved a couple hours away to take her first job, and that was where my wife and I moved when we were first starting out. To take one of my first radio jobs, so that my is son was interesting like, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of starts there. Um, a lot of the things that are happening happen to us, but the biggest one is when we went to visit her. And I can't believe I didn't tell you guys this. When we went to visit Amber, she goes, "Oh, I want to take you by where I work." Mm-hmm. And we said, "Okay, well, we'll take you by our the apartment that we lived in. We want to show you that, and then you can take us by your work." So we went by the apartment building we lived in. And she goes, oh, I work right around the corner. Like, I mean, right around the corner from here. So we pull out of the apartment complex, go two addresses up, and turn into an office complex. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is where I work. And Tracy goes, you got to be kidding. This is where I worked. I what? worked in this building. But it's like a big office complex. So but we're just still, like, okay. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And then she goes, "Where, where, where's your office? She goes, well, you go in the front door. Go down one one door, and then the next door, you go in there, and my desk is right there. Tracy's like, that's where I sat. <laughs> wow. That was my You're desk. You're kidding. No. What are the chances? I mean, that was like 25, 30 years ago. 
Oh my god. And goodness. she's still there. Now I That's don't know that it's crazy. They've probably updated their office furniture since then. But right. she's sitting in the same spot that Tracy did every day for work. She's going into the same same door, same office, same everything. That's gotta be so bizarre day. for both of them. For Amber, every time she walks in, she's like, My mom used to walk into this building every day. Working nine to five. <laughs> right. How weird is that? That's hilarious. So my son's wow. having a great time teasing us. You know, Amber. Amber's just retracing your steps. Yeah, that's, that's all she's doing. Wonder if she'll have four kids too. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Anyone ever said this to you? Like, come on, just have it. It's your birthday. <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> There's something happening to me right now with that, and it, it's not good. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. So you know how people say to you, they're like, you're like the the devil on your shoulder. Like, come on, just have it. It's your birthday. Just go for it. Come on. And then you're like. Okay, because right. it's my birthday. Yeah, triple chocolate lava cake. Absolutely, <laughs> right. And well, you do if it's your birthday, right? If you if birthday it's your birthday, your birthday, but here's what's happening to me. My birthday is May twenty seventh. Okay. All of a sudden, friends are finally having time. They want to get together with me for my birthday. Yeah. So like last night, my friend Jamie, poor thing, she was moving. It was a quick, crazy move that they didn't expect. Um, she did not have time to celebrate until last night now that it's July and she owns her own bakery. She, she bakes out of her home so she can help with the family finances. I thought it was such a creative way and the beautiful, beautiful, delicious cakes. And she made me a half a dozen cupcakes, (laughs) strawberry ones, It's your birthday, her brand new peanut butter and jelly ones. You got to have them. But it's not my birthday anymore. (laughs) She took me out to dinner. She got me all these, all these cupcakes. And then my friend Pam, we're celebrating tomorrow. So I'm like, you guys, I am not going to be able to fit into my clothes (laughs) if we keep going with all these birthdays. And I've got another friend. That's texted me a couple times like, hey, we need to schedule your birthday lunch. And I'm like, okay, Here's what I let's go say. get a salad. You, you used to tease me because I would proclaim September my birthday month. Yes. And you would tease me. Yes. You're now on month three. <laughs> it's my birthday quarter. Of celebrating your birthday. <laughs> so you no longer get the right to tease me for declaring it's September my is fault. my birthday month. It's my month. friend's fault. I blame all of them. It's, it's not my fault. I'm so awesome. No. That they all want to keep celebrating me. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about going out with your friend for celebrating your birthday, not month one, month two, but you're on month three (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of celebrating, right? Uh Um, I I just did that. My wife and I went away uh, to our hometown of Baltimore for a weekend. And man, it was like all bets were off. We had so much great food. Mm. And we didn't think twice about, oh, we're on vacation. We were just like, bring it. I'm sure you had crabs. We had, we had steam crabs, but we also had these things at Jimmy's World Famous Seafood. Um, they were crab, uh, like spring rolls mm. made out of crab. And they had this, oh my gosh, like yum yum sauce on top of them. They were so 
good. Did you go to that pizza place you loved when you were a kid? We didn't make it there, Matthew's oh, Pizza. Oh, bummer. But we did continue to eat our way through Baltimore just at other places. But you have to do that when you're on vacation. You got to mm-hmm. especially trying local food. And then I don't know about you guys, but I have foods that if it's a road trip, I mean like a real road trip, mm-hmm. I have a snack I have to take, Gardito's. They're What's the, that? Um, usually, you, they don't have them like at grocery stores. You got to look for them. Usually, they have them at truck stops and stuff. But it's like dried little, I don't know, pieces of like bread and pita and pretzels. And they cover them in some type of seasoning. That's it sounds just like, like Chex Mix. Out of this world. Is it like a fancy version of Chex no, Mix? No. It is a category all its own. It's Gardito's. Okay. And we get those on road only on road trips. We don't eat them any other time. Only huh. on road trips. That's funny. Give me Gardito's and a Red Bull. Boom, I'm good to go. Poor Tracy. Might have to stop Talk to go, her to ear the, off. go to the bathroom every 45 minutes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that is road trip food for me. I'll eat the whole bag Like by the time we get to wherever we're going. It's just really good. Okay, Taylor, I think this may be one of my best ever dad jokes. I think you're going to love it because you travel a lot. Okay. You're, you're going to love this you one. You build these up and then there's pressure. What if I don't think it's funny? You're go- Oh, this one you're going to laugh at. Did you hear there's a man suing an airline over his missing lug- luggage? Uh-oh. Yeah, he lost the case. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. That was groan-worthy. I think that one's like the best ever. Like I think the, the, the more it makes me groan, the more it makes you laugh as the dad. <laughs> he, he lost his case. Ba-dum-bump. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot to tell you this, Kev. You know how I got to play with my niece's foster kids when I was home a while back yeah. in my mm-hmm. hometown of Jupiter, Florida? Well, um, one of them, you know, we discovered she is deaf. And she gave me my sign name and I helped her. I can't wait to tell you this next. So I don't know if you know this, I didn't know this, but uh, when you're hearing impaired and you're learning sign language, you can make up your own sign name for people. No kidding. Because you don't want to have to spell it out every time you want. It's almost like a nickname, but in sign. And so my niece, Ariel, is a foster mom, and we didn't know what was wrong with one of her daughters. We thought, is she have a learning disability? Turns out she's deaf, and now she has a hearing aid. She goes to special hearing impaired school. She's She's thriving, even with mask wearing, because she knew how to read lips. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but she's learning sign language. And so I said, oh, well, we need to make up a sign name for me because she was telling me the sign name for um, Ariel's sister, Alyssa, and her puppy, Willow, and all this stuff. And I said, okay, is the sign for crazy, loco, is it what we all do where we <laughs> twirl the air? Around your ear, yeah. And she said, yeah, that's the sign for crazy. I said, okay, okay make a T and do it in a twirl like that because Taylor is crazy. <laughs> and so that's my sign name, and I'm so proud of it. <laughs> so her sign name is what we've all been calling you behind your back for years. <laughs> crazy Taylor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we've all had those moments as parents where we do something where we're like, oh my gosh, my kids just saw that. My kids just heard that. Maybe you're working on like not saying a certain word. <laughs> Maybe you're working on controlling your temper and traffic and other situations. Well, I came across the list of some things that your kids can only learn by watching you. Ooh. All right, so we'll talk Yikes. about them next. I think as a, as a dad, I've had more than a few of those moments where I'm like, oh man, my kids were watching or mm. they were listening and they heard that. Yeah. And so many times parents are like, you know, don't say that word that daddy just said. So here are some things that your kids 
can learn only by only by watching you. And these are these are good things. Your kids will only learn kindness by mm-hmm. watching you and what you do. Uh, they'll learn tenacity from watching you. They'll learn this is a big one. They'll learn how to know when to say they're sorry by watching Ooh. you. How about that? That's one? rough to have to apologize to your own children. Yeah, yeah, or watch you apologize to your spouse or somebody yeah. else. You know? Yeah, but but yeah, to them. That can be super humbling. Um, how to express their emotions, whether good or bad. They're going to learn that from watching you. Um, manners, how to treat people. Work hard, play hard. They're going to learn that by watching you. And then this is a big one, too. Respect for others and for themselves. They're going to learn that only mm-hmm. by watching you. Man, you're making me really grateful for my parents right now. Yeah. Especially my mom and the kindness and tenacity. She's got those. Man, big time. Yeah. She was always doing something for somebody else. And then who who could get through caring for a guy with MS without tenacity mm-hmm. all these years? Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a, man, there's a lot of pressure on you parents because these little ones are always watching you. Yeah. I mean, there's been songs written. There was a country song written about the kid in the back seat. Felt like lets out a four letter word, and dad's like, Where did you learn that? And he's like, I learned it by listening to you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> They're always watching, they're always picking this stuff up. I thought it was really cool about what you listed that kids can only learn from watching yeah, like you, kindness, mom and dad. tenacity, manners. Yeah, yeah. And I say you're sorry. Yes. Oh, man. Well, I got together with a friend of mine the other night, and uh, she was just giving me an update on all her kids. And um, her oldest son is at a really great school, learning to be a civil engineer. Wow. Um, Her second Mm. oldest is going on a two-year missions trip, basically. He's going to work with YWAM in Hawaii. two years. Yeah, he's trying to raise his fund in Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to raise his funding right now. As your missions trip to Aruba. (laughs) Yes. That's where I got sent in college. And then her youngest is headed off to college. And so she and her husband, for the first time, are going to be empty nesters. And I said, I said, oh man, you must be so proud. Look at what you've accomplished. Look at how far you've come. And I don't think she's had a chance to sit back and enjoy it yet. She's still like, and she said her one uh, child has suddenly become absolutely delightful. Hmm. So when she was annoying and in the throes of teenaging, (laughs) she was like, can't wait till she goes to college. And now, right when she's about to flee the nest, she gets super fun to hang out with. Well, and she's like, dang is, it. Is this the child going to Hawaii? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd be delightful too. Aloha, y'all. No, this is the child just heading off to college for the first time. So, man, I just, I look at the um, the investment you guys have in your kids. I watch all of you because I, I really wanted to be a mom and it didn't happen for me, but I watch what you guys do and I, you just have my utmost respect. It's it's such a journey. Yeah, the, wow. the problem is your, your kids won't realize it until they have kids themselves. That's when they'll realize mm-hmm. how much you, did you put them. in it. Until then, they, they yeah. literally can have no idea how hard it and how, how much sacrifice went into being mm-hmm. a parent. So we have some friends we've gotten really close to in the last four or five years, and they told us about, mm, I'm going to say six, seven months ago, that they bought property many, many states away, and they're going to be moving. They're building a house, and they're going to be moving. And yeah, it's bittersweet, and for a while it was delayed and delayed because of COVID and stuff, and then lumber prices were through the roof, so they were delaying, delaying. 
they broke ground yesterday. So it's all becoming just a little bit too real. Oh, I've so been there. I had a dear friend and like our husbands were friends and I was loving watching your daughters grow up mm-hmm. and they moved and they followed their dreams and they love where they live. Yeah. But I'm still sad that they moved away. Well, we're hoping that they're going to go there and be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> You're a way better friend okay. than I am. But I'm hoping that they're just absolutely miserable and then come back. <laughs> you know that phrase, boy, you learn something new every day. Yeah, yeah. I learned something from my sister who lives near the beach and they have a boat that I have never heard before in my life. And I was like, mind blown. I had no clue. Okay. I'll tell you about it next. So you learn something new every day. And even though I grew up in the town of Jupiter, Florida, right along the East Coast of yeah. Florida, the ocean was like two miles away. Um, we didn't have a boat. And I, my sister and her husband now have one. And I learned something. Did you know that you are never supposed to bring bananas on your boat? Why not? It's a superstition that you will not catch any fish if you have bananas on the boat. What about the suntan lotion called banana boat? I know. I know. I was like, I Is that the idea no behind idea. it? Like, we're not fishing. We're just getting a tan. I guess so. And then she also taught me that um, they have a, a superstition that sharks like the color yellow. Huh. So they don't recommend you buy yellow bathing suits. They actually call it yum, yum, yellow. No kidding. Don't wear yum, yum, yellow if you're going to go snorkeling or huh. spear fishing or anything like that. You know what else I learned about boats? There is no bathroom on the poop deck. Who knew? There's a poop. What's a poop deck? You've never heard of poop deck? No. Like, oh, I'll meet you down on the poop deck. Never heard of it in my life. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it's a thing. <laughs> it's now an I'm Google thing. It. <laughs> So, Taylor, is it safe to say you take more pictures now, today, than at any other time in your life? Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. most of it's that's, that's true. But I heard a statistic about how many pictures we're all taking collectively, and it was mind-blowing. Uh-oh. Tell you what it said next. Okay, so we're all guilty of it. We're taking more pictures of anything. I mean, if, if you would have told us back in 1998, like, hey, in the year 2021, you're going to take pictures of everything you eat. <laughs> We've been like, no way. <laughs> but we all do it now, yeah. right? Oh, so yeah. I mentioned 1998 there because they, the stat I heard is there are more pictures taken in one day in 2021 than were taken in the entire year of 1998. Is that oh, I crazy? That. I totally believe Isn't that. Isn't that nuts? And what That's does that crazy. say about us? <laughs> That we're appreciating the world around us. <laughs> no, really. Like, I love to take pictures of sunrises and sunsets. Okay, and... I wonder if we're taking more pictures of ourselves in one day than <laughs> the no, total pictures. No, not me. Oh, I don't want that. When the camera's turned around, I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin was talking earlier about how many photos collectively we as a society are taking nowadays. I right now have 38,000 photos on my camera. No kidding. Not kidding you. (laughs) And, um, but I do tell me if you do this, you want to remember something like a recipe or an ingredient or some chips that a friend recommends. Mm -hmm. So you're like, no big deal. I'll just take a picture of it. And you're like, so smug, like, there we go. Can you find that again on your camera roll? <laughs> no. You look and look and look and look and you're like, ah, right. <laughs> I cannot find it. What was the name of those chips that I wanted to get? 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.